everybody, and welcome back to Acts of Pod. As always, on lead vocals, it's Gina, Dreammaker, Heartbreaker. <laughs> and on bass, as always, Anne. How are we doing, Anne? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sitting in a w- winter wonderland. And uh, right. if, if y'all are just joining us... Um, we're about an hour and a half in. It's a technical difficulties that we overcame. <laughs> so we're, you know, it, it sounds like we just sat down, but uh, I had to do some troubleshooting. But I'm yeah. here and uh, I'm layered up. There's uh, peaceful, a peaceful calm in this wintry Arctic spell. Uh. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Hey. It's good to hear. Huh. And uh, the unflappable. How are you doing, Cezanne? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm feeling a lot warmer than Anne right now because I am indoors. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, you would be surprised. I tell you what, I know what I'm doing when it comes to winter layering. I mean, you look. I, I went outside to force my dog to pee. And I could barely stand it, but you're just sitting out there as though you were made for this. And I, I would say, I would say you have on more yeah. gear than Shackleton had on him when he was <laughs> trying to make it to the pole. <laughs> she would have survived. Uh, yeah. She know what's going on with you. Oh, that's nice, Sam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the banter. Yeah. Um, I had to get. What I can only describe as young young people by vocals. Yeah. <laughs> they're called transition, really, right? No, well, they're, they're progressive. Tra- called progressive. Yeah. Transition is <laughs> like those are the ones that change color. <laughs> but what, yeah, and they always like <laughs> they always make me like um I, I don't know how to put this, but like somebody you don't want running a Boy Scout troop. Yeah, no. <laughs> the in between phase of the transition lens is unacceptable. What? Okay, so I'm imagining some aviators, and you're maybe uh, just kind of you just kind of hang out by the bathrooms at the at the park, right. <laughs> or you're like <laughs> you were like at the arcade in the mall, but like not with anybody. <laughs> Right. Just, but you like playing Pac-Man. Yeah. I mean, like Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. I don't know why those are making a comeback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like they don't understand what those symbolize. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Oh, I ordered no. some. I have some. Oh, no. So I have some. <laughs> really? Yeah, I have some, like, gold frame no. aviators. And I was like, they're going to be my serial killer glasses. <laughs> How could you? Well, at least you went. But you went into it knowing. That's no, that's yeah, worse. yeah. I mean, they were like twenty bucks. It's worse. <laughs> and they're worse. Pres- prescription, so the, they're like my backups. So I like when I can't find my other glasses, I have to put on my Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do they have the little? My pads? mom was horrified. Yeah, they have the like yeah, yeah. the little pads. Oh. Yeah. The uh, little oil slick pads. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. <sighs> So, you know, I mean, you know, here at Axopod, not only do we like to talk about <laughs> eyewear glasses of, of serial killers, which is important. <laughs> Winter gear. Winter gear and glasses. Right. 
But uh, we, cool. we like to take, you know, a story that was in the news and place it in a larger historical context. And we do this because we're experts. We're experts. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to, we can't keep, you know, our light under a bushel. We have to let it shine. And um, would be wrong. <laughs> well, uh, well, actually, though, Anne does have. Um, right. But I'm not preparing like I would if I was giving like a, a you know, like a PowerPoint presentation at a, like a history conference. Right. <laughs> I'm certainly not preparing in that way. You know, and I, <laughs> I did go to. Um, what's it called? Um, not a. Uh, I got a accreditation at um an online yeah. school after i graduated so yeah that's like it's not nothing no okay in history no no oh i thought that's what <laughs> no okay I, I was just saying that i got accredited for a skill set yeah after graduation yeah that's i mean it's yeah, not nothing a for a trade no for an yeah. honest trade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> went, honest work. So essentially, I went to trade school. So, you know. Listen. It yeah. wasn't history. You got it. No. <sighs> it wasn't biology. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know much about uh-uh. that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but all this to say is that, um, so this, you know, we had... Uh, the impeachment trial, which it was so tense. It was so tense because it could go either way, right? Oh, what a nail biter that was. Right? We, as, as we, Who knew we would be disappointed yet again? Like, as the evidence, as the evidence was presented of people, again, literally feet away from getting their hands on our representatives. And, you know, as we right. mentioned before, just uh, taking a doo doo <laughs> in their hands and wiping it, wiping it on the walls of our hallowed capital. Despite all of that, we thought, "Oh my God, this is a no brainer, right?" <laughs> Footage of people beating police officers with American flags. Right, right. I thought we. I thought y'all weren't into that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, uh, so I wow. can't like I I just want to make sure. So he did get impeached, right? Because I, I I fell asleep. <laughs> I surely, Gina. Or, he or, was or, impeached, but he was not convicted. What, no way. I don't. I don't want to tell not you. Not guilty. What? Right. Okay. So that, 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 that's um, hard to. Disappointing. I don't understand how these how how these forty three or whoever dum-dums that they're that that's who gets to make the decision yeah, uh, that's what whatever it i mean i'm not saying anything that like ever like everybody said everything already like it's so stupid <laughs> exactly <laughs> but i mean you know we did um we did an episode on like minority rule but especially in congress it's like the yeah. the Democratic senators represent like 74 million more Americans. Right. So, I mean, it really, yeah. yeah. You know, they really. The proportions aren't making sense. Right. 
I mean, and that's like, that's, it doesn't feel super democratic. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's objectively not. Because, so. I mean, like, like, a really great example is the fact that I think it's like over, it's certainly over 90% of people support having background checks when you buy firearms and still it's mm-hmm. never come forward to for a vote. Right. Now, right. you would think that people, again, whose job is supposed to represent your interests? If that, if it's that mm. high, that means even Republicans support it. Right. And the thing right. is, is that I know that like even police support it because it helps them solve crimes. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. And and prevent them. So right. the fact that there's never a vote taken on it just goes to show that, like, who who is intervening in this process? You know what I mean? Again, it doesn't feel super democratic. It's not. It's, it's not. so gross. Oh, so gross. But, so, after watching, again, this really empowering exercise <laughs> in justice and action, um, <laughs> you know, and we're just really sending that signal that you can't march on it just crawl through the windows and spread your poop on the walls and get away with it, <laughs> except the, the times that you can um, do that. You can super do that. If you belong to the right party and that party is, you know. (sighs) Anyway, I thought, well, why don't we just take a look at, you know, what, what was the beginning of, you know, the religious right, the moral majority, Mm -hmm. you know. Ah, yes. The moral high ground. Right. When, when did, right. When did this, you know. When did this movement begin and really sort of <sighs> get its wings and take flight? What, right, where people were, were, where it was like, look, morality is politicized. We, we are, we are going to show y'all the the moral choices to make here, yeah. and they revolve around certain issues. You bet. You bet. And we've created a huge myth of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think I think you'll be surprised. I, th- I think you'll be surprised to learn what really got got people together. The 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 first issue that was a real uniting force. Mm-hmm. Of of p- religious people and and like, so let's just clarify for those yeah, who don't yeah. know yeah. in our country right. yes the religion we're talking about is is Christianity sure particularly uh, a very evangelical uh, biblical Bible book Bible based book Bible based right? well. That is Bible uh, books. Bible book. Bible book based. (laughs) What is that? I mean, I guess the late 1800s, they tried to make a coalition between like evangelicals, 
Catholics, uh, all the strictly the religious people, because they what they wanted to do was to sort of interject. They wanted to make the United States a Christian nation, right? Right. Um, but it wasn't successful. I mean, yeah. Okay. It sounds kind of counter to what the founders the wanted. Founding fathers wanted. Right. Well, that's why they weren't successful. Yeah. Because of the. Okay. Well, made that pretty good. Clear. So far, of a so thing good. Called the Constitution. The Constitution. Right. So okay. far, so good. Everything sounds like it's going swimmingly. Right. But the like the religious right as we know it uh, started. Yeah, we're talking about the 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 religious right that rose came into like mainstream popular culture in the seventies. Yeah, the seventies. Okay. And there's like a several, like there's several groups that fall under that umbrella. Uh huh. Do you know what I'm talking about, Anne? Yeah, I. I think think so. Okay. I don't. Because there's like the moral majority. Um. Oh. Focus on the family. Oh, oh okay. you mean like, like separate, groups. separate, or those like think tanks or? Well, they were just like, um, they were different organizations that were sort of like either born like out of a church political. or right. a university. They had these huge mailerships, like Jerry Falwell okay. yeah. was the, Robertson okay. was the head of another one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And they had like radio shows. You know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Heritage Foundation. Yeah. That's another one, right? Mm-hmm. I think. The Heritage um, Foundation the guy was. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Wasn't he the one who was. Was he the one who kind of started the, um, the, the ball rolling as far as like, let's get some like the gravy train going let's figure out how to like make this into a yeah a juggernaut enterprise right like we need something to mobilize that's going to get people on our team uh like a like the like what's going to be the our talking issue how right. are we going to find right? one issue that where everybody is going to get behind to to kind of like coalesce people like a base right 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 and and it was um you know it was equality and um that's been our podcast it was yeah i mean if we're talking about religion (laughs) we're obviously talking about morals and like right we're talking about everybody being like loving toward another one another and like helping their neighbor and yeah, it was it was a it was a help the homeless campaign. That's what got everybody. Yeah. Uh, Some, yeah. It was something yeah. really wholesome, right? Yeah, it was. Again, it was civil rights and inclusion, and yeah, end of story. Helping the helping the poor, like bringing everybody up to yeah, like it's like an equity thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, right, right. Okay, right? so actually, we're all God's children. We're we're all God's children, kind of thing. Um. Well, the info I got, and Anne, I think maybe, so, um, there were a lot of, um, religious institutions that opened up schools 
there were a series of private religious schools that had opened, particularly in the South. Um, a lot of them were mm-hmm. in the South. This is in the 70s. And because of they... I can't see how this could go wrong. Right. I mean, I know, and I feel like, oof, the South gets, like, you know, it gets a bad reputation. Okay? Um, <laughs> I, I don't want you to jump to conclusions. Um, but because they were religious affiliated schools mm-hmm. they were tax exempt okay oh mm-hmm. yeah that's the cool thing about um churches yeah that they don't pay taxes right and so um you know in a lot of states um there were counties where almost every kid was going to these yeah. schools yeah why oh, well. I wonder. You mean every white kid, what you, right? What do you mean, man? You said every kid was going to these schools, but every white kid, right? Why are you making that distinction? <laughs> um, are you tr- wait? Are you trying to say that they were building these schools as a way to work around desegregation? <laughs> right. <laughs> There was something board versus the brown of education. Uh, board, wait, it's not board versus brown. Brown versus brown the board of versus education. the board of education. Bible based books. Brown <laughs> versus <laughs> brown versus the board of education caused a bit of a stir, and uh, yeah, so it was going to be. It then became the way to. Well, now we're okay. We're gonna we're gonna do private school with. Uh, and um, we're in fact, um, we're even going to give vouchers. We're going to even supplement it, pay people income so they can afford to send to these private schools. Did you read about that? that? That like was like amazing. So, like white white families would get money to like send their kid to pay to the private school. Well, it sounds a lot like school choice to me. <laughs> Right, well, freedom to freedom to choose. It's school choice. That's all it is. It's not racism. It's school choice, y'all. I mean, that's how it was framed from the beginning, right? That's how, like, in the beginning, when in the beginning, right after um, Brown versus the Board of Education, was it in Alabama where they basically were just like. We're just going to shut down schools. <laughs> Nobody gets to go to school now. <laughs> oh, really? You're going to try yeah. to integrate? Oh, uh, we just won't do school. There's like right. 13,000 kids that were out of school <laughs> or something like that. They're right. Just, like, they were just like, we're not going to do it. So the then... We liked it when we, when we chose to keep things segregated this that was a, our freedom yeah. to choose right. like what it just b- well well it's just like st- it's states rights right i mean ugh. why is the government meddling in our affairs well and here's the thing um and i think you'll recognize this tactic is that those first of all like stage one how dare you insinuate this has anything to do with racism how dare you right how dare you i have i have black friends we have black people living in our state 
Yeah. We can't possibly be racist. <laughs> right? So that has nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with this. Like, where are your black students? Where are your black students? Well, we're the Congress. <laughs> we're the Congress, right? It doesn't make any sense, right? But how dare you insinuate? Yeah. I'll show you racist people. <laughs> I'm not racist people, right? Number mm-hmm. two. And what I loved is guess who shows up in this? Newt Gingrich. That asshole. Oh, I didn't know that. Anytime there's cool. any kind of filth or stink anywhere <laughs> from the 1990s, like, like any, it's his little fingers, his stinky little fingers are all over it. <laughs> this, this effing dude, like Mitch McConnell. <sighs> anyway. So this is what they With say. With his dead purple hands. The IRS received more than a quarter of a million letters against the proposed rules. Congressional hearings reframed the issue from an attack on segregation to an attack on religion by meddlesome bureaucrats. As Newt Gingrich, then a freshman representative, explained, the IRS should collect taxes, not enforce social policy. Oh, that's what we're calling right. it. Uh-huh. Right. Social policy right. and uh, desegregation. Because okay, so what what had ha- what happened? Uh, there was the Supreme Court case that. Well, what am I trying to say? Okay, this is this is where this stems from. In 1972, a family uh, family uh, black parents in Mississippi in a particular town. Uh, brought it to court, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Against, wasn't it Green versus Green versus Connolly? And it was it was about like the schools getting these these tax breaks. So that meant the IRS started sending out letters and looking into these school, like saying, "Okay, what is your what is your, your student population? What's your policy? What's your student mm-hmm. population look like?" This and that because it was going to be – they were going to start taking away that tax-exempt standing. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and so the, – and then – so that was 72 and then that's when they start going – Bob Jones – and this goes on for a while. Like yeah. the whole Bob Jones timeline of like they, – they're like um, 1975, they – tried to revoke their regulations. Um, Bob Jones filed a Supreme Court case to keep the tax-exempt status. I mean, this goes on in 1983, you know? Jesus. Where Reagan's, like, initially was going to, was supporting Bob Jones. Ugh. They, they had to back on track that one, but. So this is, like, the mid mid to late mid to late seventies. And so mm-hmm. how this coalesced was that what they realized was that, you know, even I, I don't want you to think that the evangelicals and Catholics ever got along. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Cause yeah, that's clearly not the case. Yeah. And the fact <laughs> that then. a lot of people, um, believed that um 
the sort of Christian rights that they they sort of crystallized around the issue of abortion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, Roe v. Wade was passed in 72, and that's actually not the case. It, they actually came together around a financial issue, um, which was the yeah. um, desegregation of their schools and having their tax exempt status taken away. And and they actually, you know, because they, they were all sort of threatened by this, that that's when they were like, well, you know, if we form a coalition politically, you know, that, you know, then we can sway, you know, more people in our direction. We can get more of our needs Mm -hmm. met and our priorities. But uh, the thing is, is that Catholics, were really obsessed with the abortion issue. Yeah. And they were also obsessed with like death penalty. Any, you know, that's, that's more of a Catholic right. issue. And, uh, it, it ended up being a really yeah, popular. don't give a fuck about death penalty. <laughs> yeah, no, they do not. <laughs> um, they certainly don't, but yeah, because up until then it was, um, it wasn't until a child was born and took its first breath. Mm. That it was considered, you know, if it was still dependent upon the mother, it wasn't considered. Considered like life. Yeah. Yeah. So they just. I read like uh, quotes from like prominent people in the evangelical culture at the time. Right. In the 70s saying Roe versus Wade. We're fine with that. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, there's. uh, uh like, here's here's some here's like a quote. Uh, after I've only uh, only after a child is born and had a separate life and became a person, um, religious liberty, equality, justice advanced by the abortion decision. I mean, these are and this is people of like the Baptist press, Christianity Today, uh, the Southern Baptist Convention. You know, speeches like are saying all yeah. this. Okay, that's that's certainly not the way uh, I would have ever guessed when I was a kid growing up that they were okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like again, but it was all the the Catholics always had a problem with it because well, you know, they always had a problem right. with birth control. Like it was right. They've always been and I say this as you know, my mother was Catholic, so um, you yeah, yeah, you grew up, you grew up. Catholic. And evangelical, so it was. Um, and so, just the the winning, the winning uh, religious. <laughs> yeah, and I can tell you that they did hate each other. So I'm not sure. <laughs> um, okay, so we were talking. We we were just talking about like the quote. Oh, the Catholics. Okay, yeah, yeah. and so that was like a way to like coalesce the, you know. Right. Trying to... To bring... Yeah, get the army stronger. Army of God. Also, I mean, it's pretty... um, I'm surprised they didn't think about it earlier because it's a pretty, like, like, facile thing to be like, but what about the babies, you know? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, that's Uh, why it works so well, right? Well, and and it also, like taps into like misogyny yeah, that's so and like con- control control of women's bodies yeah control um, of women's bodies but also 
what's easier to like, what's an easier thing to rally around than like something that doesn't even exist yet? Yeah. Right? Like it Mm. doesn't look like anything. It doesn't do anything. It's just, oh, it's this potential. You can like put all of your hopes and dreams on it and pretend like it's a miracle. And then after it's born, you can just like, you know, totally abdicate all your caring. So... Oh yeah, after it's after it's born, then no, you don't get any help with that child. <laughs> That's we're not the the nanny state. Right, exactly. We just want <laughs> we just want to rally behind this potential miracle. Um So yeah, um it was in 79 Jerry Falwell formed mm-hmm. the moral majority. Uh yeah, he had a segregated academy that, um, mm. in 1979, had five African-American students among 1,147 students. Okay. Right. <sighs> you know, and that's interesting. In 1979, the IRS even, they presented revised regulations because they were, they had, there was been all this pressure about, <laughs> but don't don't punish us white racists, you know? And they're like, okay, so now we'll cut off tax exempt only when, when the relationship between the private school and desegregation of public schools can be proven. Like they even narrowed it down to like make it fucking, I don't, to, to try to appease. And Congress was already like, no, you're not doing any new rules. Um, we're not, you're not revoking at this point, you can't revoke any tax exempt from this point on. We we need to reassess this whole thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But what like, we're not going to do is pay any taxes. Yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> but it is like one of those like really early examples of discrimination being described uh-huh. as religious freedom. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Of course. Well, again, it, yeah, it's like that whole, like, s- religious freedom, states' rights. It's not about us being horrible. It's about how horrible you are for trying to tell me what to do. Right. Yeah. The, that, that outrage of, well, you can't, you can't tell me what to do. Well. And what? Yeah. This is how it comes together nicely with that whole... And by nicely, I mean in the most horrific way possible. Right, right. With Poetically the gross. whole, um, like, you know, the Heritage Foundation, um, Paul Weirich yeah. is one of the founders. Uh-huh. And he was, like, a neoliberal, just garbage bag. And basically, <laughs> you know, felt like everything that, like, he felt like... Everything that happens in government that's not just uh, military, police, and, uh, like, criminal courts or whatever was an error, right? It's like that whole thing Mm -hmm. of, like, government should be as tiny as possible so that people can do basically whatever they want to make money. Right. And, like, Mm -hmm. he was – he eventually founded the Heritage Foundation, but, like – 
the way that they managed to kind of bring those ideologies together, that whole thing of like, their, the neoliberal ideology was that anything that the government does other than those three things is, mm-hmm. uh, is social engineering, which is unnatural, right? Right. Like, there's this natural way that humans should be without government telling them what to do. That's, like, the most purest, like, most wonderful form of humanity. It's just for them to be able to do whatever the fuck they want, like, make money, right? Yeah. Well, well yeah, when it comes to to profiting off the poverty of another. Yeah, I mean, obviously it comes from, like, extreme abhorrent privilege, Right. It's disgusting. Only somebody who already has everything they need and wants more could ever think that. And maybe, I don't know, whatever. There's plenty of people who are taken in by that, obviously. But But just anti-regulation, anti-regulation of any sort. Just right, but it's interesting how they tied it into that religious freedom, right? So that's how, like, they rope people in from this side of like religious freedom and like economic f- capitalist freedom, right? And mm-hmm. put it all together in this right. like just horrible, powerful thing. And they started right. So much like they just started this ball rolling that's just so horrible. But they call this that like neoliberal kind of uh, movement like the second redemption, right? Because that you know Ugh. they called after the Southerners called Jim Crow, right? Redemption. Yeah. So they're like Ugh. it's a it's so gross. <sighs> it's just amazing how it all ties into racism, <laughs> and right? Fucking- yeah. Just being generally horrible. Right. That I read this article and they they made a good point about like with with the whole schools and stuff. It's not it's not just that it was like these these segre- segregation academies, quote, or freedom of choice, quote, schools. Yeah. <laughs> um that they were racially segregated. It's that taxpayer dollars financed all white schools at yeah. the cost of simultaneously creating poorly funded all black public school systems yeah. in the South. I mean, they're siphoning so, money away from. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so, so you're draining taxpayer, uh, the, the drain of that money from black children, black communities to, it, to put it towards whites attending segregation academies. It decimated school systems yep. once again, yep. you know, well, and that's uh, honestly look at what's happening right now. I mean, the this this force is super powerful. They could they jumped on this pandemic thing so hard. The school choice folks, like they're uh, not going to give it up. They and gross. again, you know, you've got the religious right thing, but also you've got this whole like, you know, school choice thing, and it's like. The school choice people are having a heyday. They're the ones mm-hmm. who are doing the whole, like, we have to have in-person, 100%, and if you don't, we're not going to fund your schools anymore. Like, Ugh. that's what's happening with our state uh, public yeah. school regulation agency, where they're mm-hmm. like, if you don't open up 100%, I don't care what stage you're in, if you don't open up, we're not going to give you, we're only going to give you 50% funding. I mean, the schools cool. are the schools are just getting screwed over right now, 
And I mean, I don't know. They're all just love. I mean, they're having a field day right now. They're never going to stop trying to like take money away from education for people who don't have choices. And and honestly, be segregated, right? Well, I mean, it's yeah. still segregated. Yeah, so the number of highly segregated non-white schools has tripled over the last quarter century. Yeah. It's tripled. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, we have we still have school segregation because they've been working so Absolutely. hard to do that. Because every, you know, like we were talking about, we've done the redlining episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything... We've gotten rid of segregation, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But I, I wanted to read out the, like, what the objectives were of yes. of these groups. And I, w- I want okay. you guys to see if you've, okay. if you've noticed these talking points popping up with Republicans over the past... This is going to be hard, right? Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, I just want you to see, like, some of them are I'm gonna so... going to dig deep. Like, they're so subtle, you may have I- never noticed it coming up in conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the moral majority. Promotion of traditional family values. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's the other thing, which I thought was really, like... I don't know. Was, I thought this was like really kind of sad. Was so they, this like these groups sort of coalesced in the mid to late seventies. Now, Jimmy Carter. Oh yeah, this whole thing. Oh, like he was yeah. the first very open evangelical Southern evangelical. Yeah, to ever be. Yeah, yeah. And so you would think that this group. This evangelical group would support Carter. They did not. No. And that they, what they did, in fact, they ended up blaming Carter, even though it was, it was, um, things like the, the Green versus Connolly, the Bob Jones, all that. That was before Carter. Yeah, it had nothing to do with Carter. Uh, Reagan was like, and then cut to 1980. He's talking about the IRS and the independent schools and the school choice. Mm. Do you know what I mean? All that's happening. And with what you said, Gina, like Carter being this evangelical, he's like, well, I'm gonna, I'd like to reduce the incidence of abortion. And, and they're like, nope, it's all your fault. Mm. Well, and I think like we all remember that, that Reagan. Oh no. What's wrong? It's gonna snow. It's oh, like it's freezing cold here. here. It is. Oh. It, yeah, there's snow here. Um. But also, um, what were we saying? Carter. 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 Oh yeah, but I mean, I think like remember the Reagan when he, where did he start? Oh. It was in Mississippi, like the town that was only known. For previously having a terrible yeah. hate crime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Great. So we have promotion of traditional family values. Opposition sure. to media yeah, outlets um, 
accused of promoting an anti-family agenda. Okay, whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) What? What does that mean? I oppose this media outlet. They don't like the WB because they showed that one show about, uh, you know. Well, you know, Murphy Brown. (laughs) Right, yeah, Murphy Brown. Oh, a a sitcom about a single mom. Right. Like, what was the, remember the Brett Butler show? Yeah, that's it. Okay, next one is opposition to the Equal Rights Amendment. Yeah, opposition to the Equal Rights, opposition to Equal Rights. That sounds about right. Uh Uh-huh. Uh. Opposition to state recognition or acceptance of homosexual acts. Uh, prohibition of abortion, mm-hmm. including in mm-hmm. cases involving incest or rape. Makes sense. Um, cool. Always. Support, support for Christian prayers in schools. Right. And proselytizing to Jews and other non-Christians for conversion. Uh, Gross. (laughs) Back off. Why do they feel so fucking special? Like, seriously, they're not, they're... Well, I mean, they are the evangelicals. Like, that's their thing. The worst. (laughs) (laughs) The worst. (laughs) But, yeah, so... The... A lot of those, like, organizations ended up sort of, well, certainly Falwell, you know what happened to him. His Mm. son took over the organization and um, reports that um, he and his wife entertained young men. Oh, wait, what happened? Because I know they're just, it's all disgusting, but I've, like, blocked out. What yeah, happened? Jerry Falwell and his wife had, um, on several occasions, uh, more than one young man mm. that um, mm. um, either partied with the wife and he watched. Did a fun thing. Watched. Yeah. Listen, well, I support it. I support yeah. it. If this is, but what I talking? don't support is someone actively trying to be a dick about everybody else doing what they want. Right, exactly. That's what are I don't support. About, do what you want, we, Jerry Falwell Jr. Sure. Cool. Do it. I mean, we're talking about consenting adults, right? This isn't like I mean, an underage Yeah, with trial, your wiener. Correct? Do what you want with your wiener as long as you're with a consenting adult. But don't tell everybody else what to do. Can you please not ruin the country? Yeah, I mean, considering that at his own university, students would get expelled for obviously much less. Oh my than god! That. Certainly, women would. Well, but, it's like you know. Oh yeah, I mean, well, it's women, always been do as I 30. say, don't do what I, I don't do as I do. Like the 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 leaders of these movements have always had access to abortions if they needed to. For their, right. you know, for their mistresses, extramarital affairs, or Mistress- for their yeah. daughters who got into trouble, or what have you. And the thing of it is, is that the reason I think it was like important to cover this is that I, you know, I keep seeing like people say, "Why is the left always saying 
calling the white, like the right, <laughs> calling the right white supremacist <laughs> and racist. And, yeah. you know, like, you know, it, there's always this charge like, oh, if you don't agree with us, you're a racist. And I was like, no, yeah. no, no. Oh, we have yeah. different opinions, so I'm racist. No, that's Just not like, it. The reason why I think it's important <laughs> is because I, I really honestly think that a lot of people on the right think, oh, every liberal just says that Republicans are racist. Like, that's just what they say. Like, it's tr- they're trying to be hurtful. I don't feel that way. And I'm like, that's actually, there's there's a precedent for that. It's born mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, it's not just a hateful I'll thing s- that we say. Right. I'll stop thinking that when you stop acting and doing racist things. Well, or just uh, aligning yourself with a tradition that is rooted in racism. Right. The reason that people say those sort of things is because the movement itself would not (laughs) exist if not for racism. (laughs) Overt overt I mean there's just no other way to describe it well but the thing of it is people don't understand though they don't know the they don't know the the well that's what we're talking about but people don't understand the the background of the things that they like the traditions that they were raised on they just right. they're they're like this is how it is this is how it's always been this is what I believe I don't know anything different and everything different is weird yeah and you know what though fuck that fuck that because i'm not defending it i was raised in a with like old school in an old school kind of realm and like even as a little kid i knew shit was fucked up yeah and i kept thinking and thinking about it and being like huh that's fucked up huh questioning with my critical fucking mind like, you don't get a pass just because it's like, well, huh, I guess um, <laughs> it's just what we've always done. And it's this whole thing of, like, all of a sudden, like, well, and now I'm really questioning, like, maybe things are racist. I'm like, fuck you. You're coming to the party too late, man. <laughs> Makes me mad. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I did it's kind of just, like, the laziest way to be to, like, never take stock of... The reasons why you behave the way you do and the things you believe in. Like, my point is that I was an amazing fucking kid (laughs) that, like, fucking knew what was up. And so, what's up, guys? No, but if I look this up, and in 1954, Congress approved an amendment. Um, by Senator Lyndon Johnson time to uh-huh. prohibit charities and churches from engaging in any political campaign activity. Mm. So problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I think, oh. I, I think you'll remember that never were any religious leaders ever talking about who to, Vote for her. <laughs> Who to vote for? So That's exhausting. Great. I'm so glad he did that. 
so exhausting. So exhausting, it really is. It just makes me crazy. <laughs> it's so exhausting. <laughs> the other thing when I was, I was trying to see like what the connection between, because like, you know, the religious right and like, you know, it has these sort of offshoots, like what's the relationship between like the tea party and then what was the relationship mm-hmm. like, between like QAnon and apparently they were saying that like within the church the, of the people that had been um, like pulled, 75% of them believed that the mainstream media was unreliable. Yeah. 75%. Huh. That's what's scary. That's what's really scary is that whole like yeah, the post the post truth thing is it's how do you argue with somebody who doesn't believe any anything that you bring to the table? Well, the reason I was going to say that there's a problem with that is that when you're talking about religious people, and that's like a lot of elderly people. And I'll tell you where that starts to hurt is when people like, oh, I don't know. Your father won't take the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so a lot of people like his friends, you know, like. Yeah. It's, it's uh, everywhere, though. It's not just old people, man. It's like. Yeah. It's it's getting weird (laughs) yeah people are getting weird well it it used to be like uh, i mean are we now gonna like like i'm it made me think of like vietnam and like the images on the news is one of the things credited with turning public opinion turning the tide right so when you see on the news like what happened at the Capitol January 6th. Right. How did that not turn a tie? You know what I mean? Well, because, well, here's what, and they did it in the, in the impeachment thing. They tried to do this weird and it didn't make sense to me where they're like, they're like reality and here. And I'm like, those are just two different recordings of the same thing. What are y'all doing? Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense. That's the thing. And that's why all of this, this, foundational stuff is important because this is where they laid the groundwork for you know they got together they created these foundations they created this platform they started funding these candidates they started funding these think tanks they had a plan they enacted it in a just very very um efficient elegant way and we're in the thick of it like i feel like this is kind of like the zenith of like what they are capable of right now yeah you can edit this to where just like okay oh uh uh-oh suzanne here i'll get here's the here's the line Uh uh-oh it looks like uh suzanne had a tech problem Uh we're we're having technical difficulties but you know i think we had a pretty good Pod otherwise. Yeah. 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 Well, I think we gave you a, a good <laughs> understanding of. Yeah. You know, the moral yeah. majority. Neither moral nor majority. <laughs> Discuss. 
And by moral, I mean. Immoral. <laughs> and by majority, I mean. Atrocious. <laughs> oh, buddy. I'm back. Hello? Hello. Hey. I'm back. We were just signing. We were signing okay. off. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you want to say say your goodbyes? Um, I'm just say um, goodbye. <laughs> if you want to reach us, we're at Axopod Twitter, Axopod at Instagram, Axopod Facebook, Axopod Gmail, which Anne checks religiously. <laughs> Axopod six feet away from your mother's house, double masked because we're not fucking around anymore. And. <laughs> And wearing a very warm parka, please. Absolutely. Uh-huh. It's cold. Yeah. Absolutely. Full of yep. <laughs> full of tin cans of food. Can't see how it can go wrong. <laughs> warm clothes and tin cans. Can't see how it can go wrong. Um, anyway, isn't that... Don't you remember the, like, the actual... I don't. It was tin. It was actual tin, and it poisoned everybody, and it wasn't that they froze to death, but it was the... (laughs) Real tin. Yeah. They were, like, eating eating out of, like, uh, poisonous metal. (laughs) Right, right. And it was the... Yeah, like... like, like, (laughs) They're like, bring us more blankets and and cans. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, guys, I don't feel so great. Oh, it's just because you're cold. And it was like, I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) We've lined these cans with mercury, (laughs) arsenic... It's a really good uh, pr- food. Preserver. I don't know. It may not have been thin, but it was. It was the cans. I'm not sure, but right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bad cans. Yeah, like they were perfectly warm. Mm. Sadly, it was just the food. Anyway, all right. So th- that's that's my again. Please, guys, watch out for the cans, um, <laughs> and uh, keep warm. And we love you so much. Yeah. Hey, Hi. just want to say, just goodbye, goodbye now, goodbye, goodbye now, goodbye, goodbye now. <laughs>